So once I posted a picture of myself on Twitter wearing a bra from this girl, and uh, and he is like a sorry for a chick. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. We are not cutting that out. That is staying there. That all, no, 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 no. That's no, that's gonna be the YouTube clip. That's gonna be the highlight. That is gonna be the highlight. Exactly. The trailer of for this episode is gonna be that. Ishani is funny for a chick because if you are arguing a fact, then you're stupid. Which is like you know writes down thoughts where writes down questions when high and answers and writes down answers to that when sober and can compare them when he's sober and compare them when he's high. Just say that again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bro, you're trying to cut out my video because my mom's going to be jealous. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> the only issue I have with Vijay is he says he's a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> he is a beautiful man. The only yo 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 DC in the house, bro. Did you like dress up for our podcast? Bro, I feel like it. Dude, he looks shiny. I'm wearing, I'm wearing swimming shorts, so don't uh, <laughs> don't get too excited. <laughs> I really like these swimming shorts because they have this uh, netting on the inside, and it's really you know comforting on the areas. Dude, amazing. Like, bro, I really, like, I really like your beanie look, bro. I mean, this one's good too. Oh, huh? the beanie look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, my hair was wet the other day. That's why I had the beanie on. Dude, you know what Dhruv like in a weird way reminds me of? Have you all watched How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, yeah. yeah Barney, Barney, say Barney. Barney. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I yeah, bro. Barney. I'm a closeted fuck. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Uh, like credit to the you. I think. I think Dhruv is smarter than Barney. Oh yeah, definitely, Dhruv. Okay, here's a question. What is the weirdest thing you have done to get a girl's attention or to get with a chick? Like the weirdest. Like if you. Uh, the whatever, weirdest. Whatever comes I've, I've done. I've done a lot. No, I've really done a lot. Um, great. <laughs> uh, you know, so if you ask me, like the most recent, I can't really think of the weirdest. But the weirdest, most recent one is um, in Jan this year. I was getting my tattoo on my leg, uh-huh. and uh, there was a really cute girl, and she was getting a septum piercing. Okay, uh-huh. and and so I was getting it in the studio uh, where the tattoo was done here, and there's a separate booth piercings, right? Yeah. And uh, I really just wanted to go up to this girl and you know like talk her up and all. So um, I used to I used to have this magnetic piercing. Shit, you know I used to have a magnetic piercing. <laughs> not 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 a legitimate piercing, a magnetic one. Yeah. And I just clipped it on my fucking ear, and I'm like I'm gonna go check it out in the mirror and come back. So I go into the I go into the uh, booth. Okay. Yeah. The, the the piercing booth and um, this girl's over there. She's getting it done. She's crying and all because like separate yeah, piercings. They, they hurt. Like, yeah, they hurt like a bitch. Exactly. And and so I go over there and out of nowhere, I'm just like, dude, it looks really good on you. Okay, so for the record, she doesn't know who the fuck I am. I don't know who she is. No one knows. Yeah, no one knows anything. Yeah. But it's it's a tattoo parlor. People are in pain. People are looking hot and everything. It just automatically becomes a social environment, you know. There's always that one extrovert who'll come and say hi to you at a party when oh, you just sure. want to leave. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I imagine like the same extrovert going to the tattoo parlor, be like, "Is it paining?" <laughs> like, no, she <shit>, is. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, you know, just to strike up a conversation. So, oh, you're getting what, a septum what piercing. Does, what does no, this mean? Man. What does this mean? Yeah. Explain to me. I'm like, dard ho raha bro. Yeah, and you know, I, I, um, she had a friend with her. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have held her hand and been like, yeah, it's okay. But I, I realized that would have been borderline uh, creepy. Yeah. So maybe I backed her. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I went for a smoke with her after that, and I was spoke to her again because uh, in the daylight she didn't look as attractive. But yeah, <laughs> bro, that's the reason we were just talking about that, dude. Like me and Shani were talking about like how like bro, you're among the most like sorted people I know, and I don't even know you that well. Yeah. Dude, that's the thing. It's a very uh, it's a facade. <laughs> it's a facade. I have crippling depression. <laughs> We were, bro, hoping, I that, I, we were hoping I, I don't mean to be a cunt but I think that works too like I, I think you fight through it well dude that's because that channel is why I started uh, when I was diagnosed for the first time mm-hmm. I was like fuck this bro I'm not going to sit and be sad about it I'm not going to you know use it to make excuses for not being available instead I started doing what any depressed person should do I took up stand up comedy and it was it was a great place to go with it because you make jokes and you're just casually throwing your trauma onto other people and there is no better way to get rid of your trauma by making it someone else's trauma it's beautiful to say i do not have any sort of like major trauma which i can use humor that's why you're an unfunny fuck yeah which is why i'm an unfunny fuck and uh, like ishani is funny ishani is funny in her uh, own respect like ishani is ishani like a is sit- funny for a chick I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll cut that out. We are not cutting that out. That is staying there. No, 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 no. That's that's gonna be the YouTube clip. That's gonna be the highlight. That is gonna be the highlight. Exactly. The trailer of for this episode is gonna be that. Ishani is funny for a chick. That is it, bro. That is it. That is going on. We were just we were just talking about how like Drew doesn't give a rat's ass, and Drew will keep bringing that on me as well. No, no, no. I'm telling you like the, I can, there are, see, I know Utkash really well for quite some time now and I instantly know the kind of people that he will get along with and the people who yeah, he probably nice. won't. Okay. And I knew for a fact, like the second he said, call someone who's like chill. I was like, dude, you are going to love this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to get Dhruv on. And we spoke and then that day you spoke and that night he called me and he's just like, dude, I think this is one of the greatest people I've met till now. Like, no joke. Like this, this kind of personality is so out there and it's uh, like appealing and whatever. And when you said you use humor as your coping mechanism of sorts, like that's what you said, right? There's only that, Everyone I just realized, I just realized that like, I mean, when says offensive shit, it's not intended as offense. It's not intended as offense. Exactly. It's just, yeah, so I mean. which is which is kind of comforting bro so very comforting dude you know that actually uh, you know i didn't want it's it's unrelated but uh, whenever we get on club house right um yeah it's it, whenever utkarsh is speaking like i'll honestly close every other app and i'll actually listen to him speak because when the guy speaks no dude like when he speaks the words he uses and his voice and everything is just very you want to listen to him talk okay Do you want me to? Means love, so good, <laughs> no, Isha, you're fun. You're fun, but I see you way too much to give you that kind of love. Yeah, that's true. Bro. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like Ishani is pretty smart though. But uh, I think, I think she needs to like little bit work on her articulation. She definitely. Yeah, I feel like Ishani is one of the most well-rounded people I know. Like honestly, yeah, that's, that's true. if there's a checklist of how to be like a sorted person, Ishani would check off all of them at least on the surface. Like I'm sure she has her own shit brewing in her head. 
but on the surface you'll never look at ishani and go like this yeah, yeah, this lady yeah. has issues <clears throat> yeah that's not a facade <laughs> bro especially like i don't know i don't know if i've ever articulated this to ishani but like ambition is pretty big with ishani i feel and not ambition like even courage even courage is pretty like i, I see a lot of it in uh, ishani dude ishani has balls man ishani has balls yeah 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 i agree okay i think we should like end the podcast in like one hour of just complimenting each other i'm cool with that you know <laughs> let's just do I it i honestly don't mind that's the kind of wholesome content you need to put out there put out dude there. so i was because of ishani obviously i started using this uh, clubhouse a lot <laughs> and i was on the app uh, in this uh, random room i had like 50 odd people i was just listening yeah and the room was titled smash or pass okay and it was it was it was hilarious it was mind blowingly hilarious okay cuz there was this uh, so how smash or pass is supposed to work is i give you a name and a name and you say smash or pass how these people are playing it they'll randomly pick someone and they'll be like okay i'll smash this person i'll pass this person okay so my issue with this my issue with this is the guy getting smashed happy the guy getting passed <laughs> And and everyone was picking on this one guy, dude. One sad guy. He he was like a decent looking fellow. And and mind you, all of them were like seventeen year olds getting preyed oh. on by twenty two year old women. Twenty two year old women were hitting on seventeen year old boys, and the seventeen year old boys were loving it. It was like everyone's you know childhood dream. Coming back to it, like the specifics of not giving a fuck. Yeah, I think I, dude. So I think that's very important uh, to like. लॉजिक But if it's someone saying like women can't drive because Saudi Arabia legalized it, I don't see the logic in that. I should have the balls to stand by what I'm saying. Bro, it's not even that. Like uh, when I, when when I say I don't give a fuck, I mean you're not like fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I mean I mean genuinely don't give a fuck. Genuinely, like, like about like, you don't you don't crave uh, validation or you don't shy away from criticism. Is what I mean. That's because I've established myself to myself. Yeah, I have accomplished like, enough that I am satisfied. Yeah, so you're secure, like. with the kind of individual that you are embrace i'm i'm pretty offense. secure yeah, yeah that's the thing because uh i that's the thing you just need to have conviction like as, as you know you need to fake yourself into believing that you are actually pretty capable because as a person of course i am insecure everyone's insecure and i've always had doubts as to whether i can do it or not mm-hmm. but you just got to like convince yourself that dude i'm good enough like I'm not going to let some privileged brat run all over me. I'm just it's, not. It's just a story you tell yourself. Then, like we were talking, I was talking to a few people about this earlier. The whole concept it's of fake it, yeah, like yeah, a bunch of people earlier. So we were talking about fake it till you make it as a concept, as a coping mechanism, right? So yeah. how much of that do you agree with? Like, do you believe in you know completely Opposing the problem, like of the problem. Wait, that... I think I think there's two questions there. How much of that do you do you use, and how much of that, of that do you believe in? Okay. Dude, the fake it till you make it. You got to use it. Like honestly, people might condemn it and I everything, agree. but you got to use it. You have to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No one is uh, no one is a full-rounded person. 
but you can look like a full rounded person and that of course you've got to fake it how much do i believe it personally uh, as long as it works for me i believe it uh, as long as there's something i can actually fake for example you need to be proud of what you do you don't need to be happy about it just be proud of it i was doing this internship hated it hated every second of it mm-hmm. but the work i turned in i was so bloody proud of the work i turned in because it was great work which is why if anyone came and criticized my work on illogical grounds i had the conviction to actually stand up and be like no it's good work it's better than what anyone else has turned in mm-hmm. you have to be proud of yourself and not cocky but you need to be proud of yourself whatever you were no, no, so what i mean is uh, how much do you believe it and what i mean by that is like when do you believe it let's phrase it like that Okay, yeah. When do you believe in using fake it? You make it as a concept. First time experiences. Okay. Okay. First time experiences. Funny story. Uh, probably completely unrelated. But when I lost my virginity, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the lady I lost it to, far more experienced than me. Far more. All right. Right. But I went in there acting like I knew what the fuck I'm doing. Of course, she knew that I'd never done anything before, so maybe she cut me some slack. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day i mentally i never had a second of doubt that oh i don't know what i'm doing because i was obviously faking and this just doesn't just stop there the first time i did a show okay the first time i did a show i'm i won't lie to you half my jokes were copied off some random indie you know comics they were just idhar udhar se utha ke i just twisted them and all yeah. and i still do it bro someone else's content they won't find out etc etc it's, it's it's just for time pass but you need to have enough conviction to make it look like it's yours you got to fake it so hard that even you believe even it you believe it at some point exactly like to and honestly i think yeah you need to use it mainly during like first time experiences when you're going for the first time into something that's completely new you are baffled you don't know what you're getting into absolutely so i think we can generalize that further by saying you need to use it when you cannot afford to have doubts or you should not have doubts right It's basically when you're bitten off more than you can chew, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you've bitten so off more than you can chew. You should not have doubts, right? You can't afford to have doubts in that yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're in a place I mean, where you can like mess up, you have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the Joss story, right? I mean, I think it could have. Great analogy, like no, 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 great analogy. By the way, like the first time losing virginity thing, because that's like. <laughs> So your opinion is going to be formed your opinion is going to be formed from somewhere it can be both no, no, ways i'm saying i'm saying your opinion the the formation process should not involve emotions you but you can account for them then you see that's the thing uh, i don't think it shouldn't or it should that's just how it happens there's no set process on how you're going to form an opinion opinions are formed i think opinions are the most complex things that are formed because you are taking endless input and then you know making it into a small sentence is saying i like this i don't like this mm, i agree with this don't agree with this like lekin there's like a whole like exactly a lot of like information being passed on to you how do you decide which is the best one without knowing the entirety of what but, uh, if you if you if you let bias seep into that how does it help yeah def- no no why bias opinions are always going to be biased to because no, no, so- So it should there should not be bias. Right? There should not be bias. Like we should try to have. They like, shouldn't. Ideally, ideally, that. objectivity is very hard to achieve that way because then yeah, you're supposed yeah, yeah. to look at facts, and when you've already been drilled with certain uh, biases, for example, if uh, you know you go to a person who's uh, very, let's say, traditional and patriarchal, and you tell them something like. Um, You know, give women equal rights. Now, this person might not be a backward person. They might be very progressive and understanding. And you present the facts to them as to why they'll still have a hard time 
undoing that conditioning that's been put into them because opinions are never your own they're always generationally formed whether or not yeah, you I like mean, it i mean that's that's okay uh, i'm i'm saying uh, I, I, like it's a fact that people are biased right i'm saying they should not be but when you're doing something there's a percentage of you that's doing it subconsciously like if i'm right now you know if i'm talking to you i'm thinking about what i'm going to say Hmm. But if we were just sitting in a circle and chilling or doing something, I just blurt out random shit. Yeah. Because I'm being very subconscious over there. True. So I feel like at the end of the day, opinions, opinions might be you know how we think, but how we act at the end of the day is not necessarily in line with our opinions. Huh. I mean, uh, I just have one last point. We can move on. Uh, when you have fun, right? So that's, yeah. that's largely not opinion right like i don't think of uh, opinions when i when, when i fuck around right yeah correct yeah yeah i mean so i mean that's not really opinion i, I don't think that's equating uh, so that's that's subconscious because there is something so i don't think you can equate those two like in saying that uh, your opinions uh, affect that i don't think that because i think those are independent issues i'm saying when you're consciously forming an opinion that's when you ought to be uh, but at least strive to be the most unbiased and i yeah, i think just acknowledging bias acknowledging bias is teacher okay yeah but that's the thing you learn need someone else to tell you that you're biased about something you might not even know you're biased about it yeah yeah so um, that's that's um that learning largely comes from trying new things and like speaking to new people and stuff like that right yeah. then you always need to be open to new experiences um, so i think i think if you don't do that then i don't think i don't think there's any growth possible uh, of course any of course you have to be It's yeah. just long enough for that. Speaking of, uh, yeah. speaking of new experiences, like if we are ready to move on from this topic, is that fine? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because, so, uh, so moving on, like you, you spoke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of new experiences, like earlier when we were all talking, uh, and deciding about you know different things and talking about different opinions and all of that, you mentioned something about a drug phase. Did that, yeah. Did that also classify? Now here's my question. Did that also classify as trying new things, like different experiences, or was that on a deeper level a coping? Right. See, it started at a very young age. I'll be honest with you. It started when I was about fifteen, fifteen. Okay. And that was it. Was it was too young, and it, it lasted about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. so in this duration i was uh, doing a lot of substances i was taking a lot of um, unprescribed medication i was and and uh, i'm 20 now and i've been smoking since i'm 14 and i haven't ever stopped that's just never stopped and it's a fact of life i don't think it's going to stop mm. so all of this uh, it, it started off very young and now that i come back to think of it i always told myself i'm probably trying to cope with something i'm probably trying to you know um i'm sad so i'm trying to find an escape but now that i'm older and i actually think about it yeah i was i was uh, doing it out of some idea in my own head that this will make me superior or more accepted okay when i came into when i turned 14 15 i was just having a very confused time about you know my identity about where i stood who i was mm. and because of that lack of identity obviously and the fact that when we're 14 and 15 all of us are like really heavy cunts so you know people were difficult people were a little difficult so i figured that if i suddenly you know seemed older than them then automatically i would have a certain authority over them they would like me and it was pretty stupid you might almost say i was trying to be cool 
almost you know mm. it was it was pretty pathetic yeah and um, so yeah it's like uh, and that's the thing since i was i myself was 14 15 i didn't know what older people did so i automatically thought that they chose to you know uh, do substances and run away from school randomly and fuck around and have sex and get tattooed and all of these things i did them right. and before i was uh, before i was 18 in fact i had have done so many things that i think my parents wouldn't have done till today and and honestly i had an episode where i overdosed and had that not happened i would be very different today i probably wouldn't have teeth for all it matters hmm. yeah so i feel like essentially no i wasn't uh, experiencing new things i was just trying to find a place to fit in but in a very wicked twisted manner of my own perhaps all right i'm question that out like you said it was uh, like in pursuit of some sort of like birth or something right yeah is that correct yeah so uh, did it provide for any sort of escapism otherwise i mean of course there was a, i was definitely uh, there were some substances that i was addicted to which was an obvious you know and then uh, that that's also how nicotine works you don't want nicotine because it makes you happy you want nicotine because it helps the nicotine withdrawal go away that's how cigarettes work so i felt no, like no, i just is, uh, like did it, it help me achieve what i wanted no 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 what i mean is i mean i'm, I'm sure it did right in the beginning or something no no i mean are you asking me like did i feel like i had worth yeah yeah was it a temporary fix yeah. this was obviously done as sort of like as you mentioned a power no, struggle no no it didn't it did not nope okay. nope in what fact what i, I mean is, yeah got it i i ended up uh, becoming a bad influence instead i was i was, i became an influence to some of my friends and it wasn't luckily none of them got as out of hand as i did because i used to obviously do a lot of a lot more things secretively uh, but um, yeah looking back it got me nowhere of course i was the guy who was you know smoking in the school bus and i used to think oh i'm so cool but at the end of the day when i put myself in the other people around me i put myself in their shoes it's pretty pathetic to look at so i wouldn't say so no Uh, cigarettes like a form of comfort, right? Not really escapism, right? If I get that right. Cigarettes is a form of curing boredom. Yeah, so in in a real sense, comfort, right? Probably, it's a yeah, routine. Yeah, alcohol, alcohol is more confrontation, right? Alcohol is more uh, letting of inhibition. Okay. Hmm. But it's, it's more about. Right? I think it's more. Let's put this way. It's more confrontation than escapism, right? Confrontation, as. like confident if i'm if i'm if i'm sad about something yeah, and yeah, i don't like, think about it i i drink and i cry yeah yeah like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely definitely emotion, <laughs> okay put it in this way like heighten your emotions or way to express or way yeah. to feel way to I mean, definitely definitely the number of the number of times ishani probably has seen me cry because i had too much to drink is unbelievable yeah and it's 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 it always happens every yeah, time i have it does it i like, drink I more than i should Yeah, yeah, no, no. I've noticed yeah. multiple people that, um, like people who I'm not relating the two, but it's just an observation wherein people who are a lot like fake happy on the surface, they cannot, um, <laughs> they cannot keep like when 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 they consume uh, a lot Alcohol. of a yeah a lot of their emotions get heightened. It flows up. For example, if they were sober. 
and they thought of a certain that makes them sad they would be able to contain it probably cover it up with humor but when they think about yep. it under the influence it just heightens to another extent wherein they have no control over it and hence multiple drunk break yeah 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 i feel so like this could be yes good good there's two ways to it uh, one is that you do it you get drunk and then you start crying the other thing is you get drunk to cry yeah i physically can't cry sober i need to be intoxicated uh, to be able to cry so that's yeah, why whenever i feel like my emotions are being too pent up like you can feel it physically in your chest but it's not coming out i, I do have a drink from time to time yeah. just to let it out and uh, of course it's embarrassing it's funny it's weird it's whatever but well, it's it's maybe worth it uh yeah, I, we, i definitely think it's worth it i mean i think i think you should be more uh, courageous in your real life but tab tak might as well yeah i feel like drugs help you create a new identity for yourself you can be whatever you want to be so did you did alcohol you, uh, tells you who you so, are so if if that escape if that escaped personality is happier than your real personality and it's that much happier right i think that's when you get addicted to it right uh, i'm i'm just talking about outside i've never done anything of any sort i honestly uh, see 60% of the times that you do it right you're not going to remember the happy because what follows usually how it works with drugs is you don't get addicted to the happiness but you get addicted to not the sadness that follows after okay okay cuz suppose this is my equilibrium level i'm not a very emotionally expressive person that way cuz i'm just very calm this is my emotional level if i'm on alcohol it really shoots up when i'm on uh, any form of substance uh, i'd be very happy but when i fall down this fall back to my normal equilibrium it used to be devastating it was very devastating there was a lot of crying there was a lot of oh fuck what the fuck yeah and not having to feel that way over and over just made, made you go back in that cycle dude i have a theory on uh, drugs and i again it's from the outside uh, it's just like bro most yeah. of my theory is just from the outside okay so like you know about relationship go ahead go shoot at me yeah. dude just tell me if it makes any sort of sense okay so like i said right, if if your escape if your escape form is that much better than your real life little fuck happy for now that much better than your real life right like said you don't want to get back to the sadness right so in in a way it's better than your than your objective real life right yeah so i think that's when you become a big that's when you get addicted like um psychologically addicted to a drug right absolutely Yeah. Because, because not everyone because not everyone uh, gets addicted to drugs and i mean there's been various studies like scientific studies on it like 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 the vietnam war for example mm-hmm. you guys can like uh, look at the study for example uh, i mean i think a, a, a bunch of uh, a good percentage of soldiers did heroin because they had no other free time and like mm-hmm. solidarity comes yeah. with like i mean uh, uh, uh like, yeah, being, alone being alone comes with some sort of depression right So, yeah, but but when I went back to the happy real lives, uh, a very very small percentage of them became addicts. So, and I feel like those very very small percentage probably would have been the ones that you know they were too traumatized by the war or something per se. That yeah, it's, so uh, so is my like theory till here right? That I think the theory people... your theory so far yeah it is. Uh, of course, there's two parts to it: the psychological and the physical. Right, there right. are some receptors that just bond to your physical, yeah, and then yeah, you need it. You physically get fever. So talking That's about that, like, talking about that, talking about that, like uh, when just down the lines of addiction only. How so when when a question comes up, how do you get out of it? I feel like getting out of it mentally is harder than getting out of it. No, so, yeah, getting out of it mentally is obviously a battle, right? But even mm-hmm. if you are mentally in a state that okay, fine, just fuck it, let let it go. 
your body is so used to it medically that you are unable to so i feel like there too but- yeah if you have any personal experiences to share in contradiction yeah the body yeah, yeah that's the thing the body has the uh, the body has the ability to reset there are very few drugs that are permanently damaging uh if you take um meth or any form of opioid that permanently damages you it burns out your nerve endings that 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 leaves you in a state where yeah you might go into a vegetative state but a lot of psychedelics a lot of um, other stimulants they're not permanently addictive and once you go off them for long enough uh yeah you are able to physically not have it but the psychological urge it's like having the option to snooze your alarm for 5 minutes but do you do it or not most of the yeah i mean so anyone that's enthusiastic about it or like um wants you like come back try new things i think if you have deeper issues in your life Uh, and i think most issues are like i think having issues is pretty uh, self identifiable like categorizing them is at the heart of it i think if you have if you're objectively more happy than sad then i think you can you can maybe be enthusiastic about it and act on your enthusiasm but i don't think you should otherwise and i think any any form of addiction in general points to deeper issues in real life right yeah. so if you have Obviously. an alcohol problem i mean if you have an alcohol problem it's more of a problem of confrontation in your real life and if you have a drug problem i mean uh, that's just underlying issues that get faded out by when you say confrontation right? when you say confrontation what do you mean confrontation like, like we said like the crime but uh, like people people like drive and the to face your issues better like your own issues yeah, confront yeah. yourself yeah or or anything or like a friend's loss or anything i have gone on stage uh, during my theater performances tipsy because it helped me perform better yeah it's 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 an interesting experience um, that makes sense to me that makes complete sense to me just but just then again just putting like it out cigarettes. there just putting it out there dhruv is a fantastic performer musician like bro i can look it up he has so much talent it's it's like it's insane it gives everybody a complex but like wow just putting that out there oh actually uh, i told my parents that i want to learn tattooing today so uh, once lockdown ends i'm going to start i'm going to go apprentice under a fucking studio this yeah. is your first like i am booking your first tattoo session my body is your canvas so utkarsh has his friend who uh-huh. told him about this experience again. my friend my friend uh, my my friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so my friend um he is really not uh, like for now he's a very confrontational person and uh, even if he's not mm. like he acknowledges that like in this aspect he's not okay so any like at least spot for him is is devastating and he can tell that he's a different person when he's high and his his taste in music food in opinions is different do you think okay. it's influenced by the people he's getting high with i uh, know i don't think so because uh, that this person hates being high and hates like any sort of exactly so that that's Hmm. Yeah. Because as so, someone, even I personally really hate getting stoned. I, I just don't like. I, I'll be honest. I hate the taste, bro. That's it. Uh, but it does I actually. It's also subjective. Like uh, it's just largely subjective. Doesn't have to be the same. Yeah, it depends from person to person. Because the experience that uh, your friend had, I. It's not a very uh, common one. People are usually, in a way, a more. Um, amplified version of themselves or a more subdued version of themselves but there's always a little bit of themselves in them but if this person found themselves being too different 
that means there's a lot more to discover there's a lack of self awareness somewhere probably this person has given so many tries to bot like around 30 35 attempts to chabi dekh chabi dekh chabi dekh because of a lot to discover right and this is over a period of like about 3 years right during which there's been substantial growth substantial in the person growth. right so i mean even then like i don't i think this person now would be have might have a different experience cuz there's been like yeah definitely i feel like that depends on how much you're chasing uh, discovery it depends on how much you're trying to actually figure out the mystery and if there any if there is anything to figure out maybe you just in that so mood want I'll to listen you, to I'll track i'll give you a story on how like this is really not romanticized this person would send me dms of his high self texting and about thinking about himself okay if i make sense yeah. introspecting the high and introspecting and, and like write down those questions because you you tend to forget right Yeah, and then answering those questions when you're sober, and then going back high, and then answering those questions high, and the answers are completely different. Hmm. So I mean, I, I, this person is pretty scientific in in his approach. <laughs> this, this, this person. Like I said, right? This person. Like an experiment. Is, yeah, I feel like this person. When it's the twenty ninth time, when it's the twenty ninth time, you you tend to get some creative. <laughs> Essentially, I feel like this person just has a lot of knowledge. That's it. That's it. Like, there's a lot of knowledge, and this person just wants to know which one of them he agrees with more. Okay, question: Do you think? Do you think yeah. that? Do you think that your friend, because he was obsessing so much over the fact that he is a different person, he is a different person, that kind of just sets into his mind and kind of amplifies it in that moment? Like okay, a placebo, like a placebo. Let me give more perspective. It's not just different; it's objectively worse. So it's not just different. Right, right, right. Okay, so now just okay. So now obviously this person realized right in the beginning, right, that uh, like a like a minor difference that okay, I don't think it like I don't think this is the same person. Shit's different, yeah. Shit's different, exactly. <laughs> Over time, the more he thought about shit's different, the more different it got. Think about it this way: like he was obsessing so much about it that it was kind of stuck in his head. So when he got hacked, yeah, then you're automatically, then yeah, you're automatically no, but manifesting. But, but the fact that the fact that I like, I suddenly like mangoes, or I suddenly like this particular type of dude in, in or I suddenly like uh this particular food that I definitely don't like, and it's a sudden change. And in all these aspects, not just like. That's because that's because dude. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how the mind could have possibly worked. For example, you make an you make a you make an observation that dude. Okay, fine. I'm not the same when I'm high, right? You in that state try to look for every possible difference. Like you try, you start sort of obsessive thinking about anything that could be different, and that sort of gets amplified in that state or something. And when you look back at it, you're like, fuck, bro. What's happening? Get it? No, basically, what Ishani is saying is actually right, and uh, that's the thing. Anyone who's ever taken substance, they'll tell you that they did a buttload of research. Okay, they have endless knowledge about it because uh, halfway because of course it's a scary thing. Second thing because you know if you're doing it, you might as well flex about it. <laughs> so yeah, bro, you gotta. Have you? Do you go to any stoner and they'll start telling you, bro, the THC and this is so rich, bro? I'm actually all for I, that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not shitting on it. I'm not yeah. shitting on it. I'm just saying, okay, yeah, go ahead, be knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm all for celebrating. I'm all for celebrating everything. 
Yeah, dude, if Very something makes you happy, fucking do it. Just yeah, yeah. do whatever. And yeah, of course, there's a line, but I don't, I feel like that's in very rare cases when you actually end up crossing the line. Like if I want to get high, I'll go get high. If I want to get drunk, I'll go get drunk. Yeah, yeah, it's I, in okay. very rare cases. I, I have a question in yeah. relation to this, bro. The kind of person that Dhruv is, the kind of strong personality that he upholds, right? Have you ever like, off, like I feel like people would take a lot of offense to the shit that you say. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely, right? So, I want to know, like, not you, Utkarsh. You don't take offense to shit. I know that. But, like, I feel... No, no, like I'm agreeing with Joe. I'm advertising and hence agree. You did this, you're like... <laughs> but He's just I... making the fuckboy face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just, just continue. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like a lot of people take offense to the shit you say. So, how exactly do you deal with that? Or, like, what, what are your views on taking offense? Like, the, the line that you mentioned, that there should be a line drawn at a certain place or a certain about a certain situation what is that line and do you feel like it's okay in what situations have you crossed it like any story around this like whatever so basically who 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 are you okay offending yeah. anyone who i know will not take offense no, okay then, then the offense because even if it's even if the other person is uh you know being unbelievably illogical and stupid i won't tell them that they're illogical and stupid simply because I won't find happiness in it and they might find pain in it. I don't care. No, so I mean, it's, would you risk poetic, being, would you risk being um, humorous to someone oppressed if they're okay with, if they're okay with, uh, I mean, if they're offended about it? If they don't get offended about it, first I'll see if the oppressed person is making jokes about their oppression themselves. No, no, if they're not offended and they're cool with it. If the situation demands for it, of course, why not? Like if we're in a scenario where, you know, someone who's racially oppressed and, you know, we're just talking but about like, race. And like, by gender also, right? like I said, with Ishani, pretty funny for your gender. Yeah. And, and we know that Ishani won't take that offensive uh, as an offensive uh, anecdote. But suppose we're talking about, let's just say we're talking about um, football. Okay, let's say, yeah, we're talking about LGBTQ and out of nowhere, you just go like, hey, Shani, you're funny for a chick. It's unrelated. And if yeah. she did take offense over there, it, it might be understandable because it's just unrelated and it's uncalled for. And if, if Shani was someone who wouldn't... No, then again, it, you know, I, like it's intent, right? So I'm not the kind of person who takes words by the literal sense. I look at the intent behind it. You don't always know the other person's intent. But in, this, case, but, but in this case, I do, right? Like in this case, in this case you do that's because Utkarsh is your friend and I'm your friend. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, that's the thing about offending people. How if I've crossed the line? Of course, I've crossed the line. I have crossed the line way too many times for me to actually know where it stands. Yeah. And now I can safely say I'm in a position that um, I won't approach someone and offend them because I know what they can take and what they can't. I can judge a person to that extent. So would you, but, would uh, you speak facts to offend someone? Like suppose that there's factual evidence to it. Then would you back mm-hmm. that up with facts? Uh, even though you, even though you know for a fact that like, it'll offend the other person. For example, um, like all my examples are political again. Uh, I, 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 got, I got what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. When there's like evidential but, data uh, to it. It depends. Uh, will I will I grow? Will I be better? And will it cause no, a positive like, impact on again, my again, life? If, if, if it's a conversation, if it's a if it's a like exchange of ideas or something. See, if it's an exchange of ideas, it's it's very straight. I make it very clear at the start. If you're going to get defensive, 
if we're going to get emotional, I'm not going to have this this discussion. I um I, I talk factually because facts cannot be subjective. So that way, both people have to agree on them. Hence, just killing the point of an argument altogether. There doesn't need to be an argument because if you're arguing a fact, then you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's... why? Why? Like, uh, I think the people like that get who get offended. I mean, I get offense from the from the oppressed standpoint. Okay, but other than that, like most of them, most of them assume moral superiority. And uh, hmm. I hate it. Hate it. villagers and we're going to tell everyone that you're a dickhead and you don't deserve to be on this platform and you know my least favorite part about the entire thing is that this entire herd of villagers doesn't actually have an opinion of their own the only reason they are coming to cancel you is so that they can impress this one person who started the entire thing but that's yeah, that's pretty that. stupid like yeah, as you said someone can tell me on what coach said like um, the the difference between yeah. like emotional worship as well as respect like the So I think this leads into the more emotional. This leads into Absolutely. other other polar opposite effect, like emotion hate, right? As compared to emotional worship, emotion hate. Emotional hate, as in someone said, no. I mean, it's kind no, of. No, no, no. If I if I hate if I hate this particular politician, everything he does is bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Okay, that way. Got it. Got it. But also, yeah, then but also, again, that's a bias. Also, emotional worship, right? Like, if you are doing something just to impress someone, like if. person yeah. a has xyz opinion i will also have xyz opinion because a has xyz opinion i don't think also I, like this this worship and hate doesn't stop at people okay that if you're assuming that it's, it it doesn't even stop at opinions like people are people worship opinions and hate other opinions all the time yeah just just by virtue of them being opinions not but not even uh, not even propagated by other people dude i feel like that boils down to uh, privilege okay uh, just hear me out so essentially your uh, you feel so entitled to your opinion that uh, you automatically assume that everyone else will agree to you and when they don't you get violent about it mm-hmm. and that leads to emotional hate then you automatically start hating the person i'll give you a, a story so once i uh, like everyone who knows me knows i have a wacky sense of uh, fashion I, I wear the wackiest fucking clothes. So once I posted a picture of myself on Twitter wearing a bra from this girl, and um, you know it was it was very the comments were very divided. There was uh, a lot of people going, "You go, you know, more power to you and all," and then there was a lot of people going, "Oh, you're a disgrace to men. Men like this are pathetic." Blah blah blah. And then there were women going like, "Oh, why is he talking about women's issues like that?" And here's the thing. I wasn't trying to be an activist. I was just like, bro, this thing is uncomfortable. Funny, That's. Yeah. I was like, this is uncomfortable to wear. That's all I said. And then people found offense. I think humor is again completely independent to, and it should be completely independent to opinion. Like I me making a yeah. me making a sexist joke does not mean I'm sexist, right? Like I mean, there's like there's like world around. Those lines are too blurred. Those lines are too no, blurred no, no. these days. That's the thing people can't read if you're. 
पानी और But I'm saying, uh, in terms of how humor should be, like as, as an actor, like I mean, the yeah, greatest comedians in the world, right? Like Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Insanely, insanely. Uh, I don't know. Their their humor them. might come across as very wild, very vulgar, but it's funny. I mean, it's it's explicitly uh, offending. Right? Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, it might be offensive. It's outright offensive. Like this should. Yeah, but, but that's, that's like, the thing. I, that's that's why it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 internet is is to be funny. Yeah, I think I think we kind of like came back to the same thing. The question of intent: How do you decide what's offensive versus what's not? It's just the intent with which it's spoken. If it's spoken with the intent to make people laugh, then it's funny. If it's spoken with the intent to hurt someone, Shani, if you go to a yeah, if you go to a stand-up show, yeah, yeah the, you're it, not gonna be spoken to about rainbows and unicorns. Uh-huh. Obviously, you no, go no, no. because. There is different, like different types of humor, right? So, I are you saying that all stand-up comedians? Ah. Comedians, not all stand-up comedians. Are no, no, no. I'm saying funny stand-up comedians. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think I think humor should be left alone because it's it's all right. Like no one says that. Do it. Red color. Mujhe red color person that nahi hai. Don't paint. Red color matlab to communist. Don't paint. No one says that, right? How how yeah. do you bring that to humor though? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you should. Dude, it's it's uh uh. So Ricky Gervais said this once that. You can joke about anything. There's no, there's nothing that you you can joke about religion, race, gender, caste, anything you want. The things you can't joke about, but it is going to offend people. So I feel like you have the option to leave, mate. Yeah, it was right there. Please. Bro, her zaga ke rules hote hain. If it's my show, shut the fuck up and listen or leave. Exactly. Like I don't think you should ever be allowed to hold someone's hand. Be like, "Nee, sunnai bade nazar ko." If it's a public yeah. place and you you you, and it comes down to like. Uh, to harassment, then I think you should shut the fuck up, right? Because it's public place, right? So anything as that's in? again, no, I mean, it, as in like it, it's clearly a hate crime. Like I'm, I'm going after the. Uh, it's not a hate crime in the sense it's clearly harassment, right? If it's repetitive, okay. if I'm not, if I'm if I'm following them behind, you know, in a way I'm following them. Yeah, okay, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so I think again, follow the place. You can do that in your house without physically violating, touching the person, but not after that. You can do that in your show. Anything that's yours is yours. Yeah, I mean, if it's my show, but that's the thing, right? Uh, this other person is paying to watch me. Yeah, but that's you, that's right? their. Uh, I get it. I get it. Of course, I am obviously saying that. Okay, fine, you paid, but this is still my yeah. stage. This is still my set. Yeah. You watch it or you fuck off. But their argument is always going to be like, "Oh, I paid so and so money for this," and that's yeah, the so thing. So you either respect your money and stay, or you respect yourself and leave. There's two options, though. That's fair. That, that, that's honestly fair. Yeah. I actually want to ask you something completely unrelated. What are your opinions on having children? Children. Having children. Yeah. Uh, can I give Utkarsh's opinion? I, I think, can I give opinion? Because I've heard this way too many times. Go uh, for it. Yeah, according to Utkarsh, having children is a social condition wherein people have kids because, like, अभी twenty four पे नौकरी मिल गई twenty six पे promotion हो गया अब शादी हो गई तो क्या करें बच्चे करते हैं क्योंकि दैट्स द वे आई थिंक इट वर्क्स फॉर मोस्ट ऑफ इंडिया इट डस या नो व्हाट डू यू आई आई एम नॉट व्हाट डू यू थिंक लाइक वुड यू वांट किड्स वुड यू नॉट व्हाट डू यू फील अबाउट इट आई हैव अ वेरी बायस्ड आई वुड जस्ट लाइक या आई हैव अ वेरी बायस्ड बोथ ऑफ यू टेल मी बोथ ऑफ यू टेल मी आई जस्ट रोमांटिसाइज द होल आईडिया ऑफ लाइक सेम टू योर सेम लाइक द परफेक्ट लाइक कॉल इट कंडीशनिंग कॉल इट व्हाटएवर बट आई हैव अ वेरी डिफाइंड लाइक Like a picture of where I want to be, a few years from now, and that does it have kids in it? Yeah, it definitely does have like kid in it. 
as of now but this is the first time i'm explicitly admitting to it so like yeah bro like my yeah, answer is pretty coming out <laughs> my answer is pretty like again a very romanticized one bro like yeah. i have seen pursuit of happiness that did it for i have i've read the book i've read the book bro see i i to, to i've articulated why i felt that because that's like that's that's kind of like, that's, that's the kind of person i am bro like i think children are like the potentially the greatest greatest relationship that you can have that i think most parents fuck up i agree i i come from very messy parenting i agree i come from like semi messy but i, I come from pretty open minded parents so like they will work yeah my parents are open minded absolutely no, open minded they work their shit out and they will at least listen like hmm so i think so i so do you want more, kids yeah i think i think it's potentially the best relationship you can have that most will fuck up and and it's not even again it's not even that hard to to be like have a good one like i i've seen it why do you, why do you think people fuck it up you see it's largely because of um, like see, it's a, it's a very detailed reason i have but i'll give you in a nutshell like parents don't encourage doing the truth they encourage knowing extremities so any if if um, being if anything if anything particularly unhealthy is bad everything unhealthy is bad right hmm. yeah and everything unhealthy is bad every time right so i think that's yeah. one extreme that is and, and also like there's the there's a stigma ki matlab you should not be your truest self when you're in front of your parents right you cannot cuss in front of your parents definitely yeah yeah stuff like that right so i mean dude I, the fundamentals of forming any relationship apply to that of with your kid as well right Again, so the, yeah, the, like the what to do, what to do is clearly came, my mom clearly came to me and said that uh, drinking is like all of it's open at school. Just don't do it till you're like twenty one, twenty five, because it like even a little bit of alcohol or like a lot of alcohol, whatever the the quantity of it doesn't really matter. It's just it affects your brain, right? It does. It hampers your growth. It like whatever. Fair point. Visibly. Yeah, yeah. like i've <laughs> seen enough i've read enough and she is right at the end of the day right so no argument there no argument there she is right and fine yeah. point taken so also it is harder for for kids to understand alcohol right yeah 100% but then Dude, most kids, most kids are high fucks right it is it is a high yeah, trust me because i i automatically right? have an image of these 17 year olds just trying to trying to get into like a bottle and glass and trying to get like a fucking drink it's pretty pathetic mm-hmm. so fake it till you make a thing mm-hmm. like you yeah. said uh don't fake it. i mean you can you can choose to fake it when you're uh, when you cannot afford to have house right? right definitely yeah i mean but would you would you say that would you also advocate that for other times in life like when you can afford to fail even if you can afford to fail uh it depends um because usually if you can take a second try you won't get uh, the same amount of reward as your first try when no no i mean like with uh, no, not just economically or like in ha uh, obviously not economically but let's let's say let's just, say, just, yeah. just basic example okay basic example you are uh, you are new to a certain so- social circle right and uh, yeah. you're feeling like a sort of you're feeling low in confidence out there now yeah even if you're not as confident as the others it's not wrong or bad per se right like it's not a make it or break it situation it's like fine i'm yeah. not as confident as them as long as i'm okay with it i'm okay with it but then at in that situation wherein you're feeling a sort of inferiority or whatever would you fake it till you make it because there is no like it's not like you can't be right like it's not a failing but it's like there's no option of failing per se right 
it's just your want at that point in time so there would you fake it yeah if you really want to you know be accepted in this friend group and you don't see any other way as in like because you don't know them as you said it's a new mm-hmm. friend group you don't know any of them right then obviously you're going to fake it but um there's this little saying i heard once the greatest lies have a large amount of truth in them so if you're going to be faking it mm-hmm. you're probably going to fake it as much as to yourself realistically if i go into a new circle of friends i'm not suddenly going to act like i'm a dj because i'm not <laughs> yeah but so i would probably uh, when would you yeah. not fake it when would you be honest about it honest about failure to be very honest with you as a person myself um never. yeah yeah never it's it's very difficult facing your failures largely because it hampers you from doing that thing again no for, i'll tell you how it mm. works for me okay so if i'm approaching a certain situation for me mm. it's default fake it till you make it even if okay either i know for a fact that i'm good at this and i i got this i'll kill it whatever that is real confidence but even when i have like a little bit of doubt it's like no bro it's like bro three days dekha hai na all is well all is well it's like that just it just tell yourself that it's peaceful it's perfect go go into it and then sort of it builds up along the way like when you do you think you might be setting yourself up for failure then setting yourself up for failure how i mean you're you're obviously faking it which means you're not sure there's a 50 50 chance if you'll win or lose yeah there two parts but i fake it till you make it like make sure that you get where you want to be ha ah, but what's the guarantee that you'll actually get there you can't keep faking it on and on na after one point of time yeah, you I will run out of tries she means you fake it differently yeah yeah I, i what i mean is that the end goal is make it until you make it like keep huh. okay if you put it in okay. the sense, if you put sorry, it sorry sorry if you put it in the sense of this okay getting out of a super hard relationship i have done this in in reality i have done this and i know for a fact that it works and it's not going to come back to bite me in the ass later i can guarantee it i keep telling myself no you are over it you are over it you are over it are you yeah a hundred percent like i Dude, if you have to tell yourself that you're over it you're not over it exactly i don't think that's tell true it, i don't think it, that's true tell it tell it to no, the it's, like, it's like tell crying it in front of the mirror and saying i am beautiful i am beautiful bro utkarsh tell it tell it, to, tell it to yourself till a point where you don't have to tell it to yourself then it just happens yeah it automatically you. rings in your head you're like oh, yeah it's like no and then at one point you just stop thinking about it and it's gone it's as simple as that bro i have like major disagreements here but i think uh, it's a very like relative issue so it's a very yeah it's a very you know when i i i'm a, i'm a very like skeptic call bullshit out kind of person so i will call my bullshit out first so when i'm faking it i know subconsciously that i'm not I, that i know i'm faking it so that over power yeah. me uh that over power is the courage it manifests for you i'll just say something that dhruv said earlier it's like you fake it so well that even you don't know when you're faking it like even you believe Haan, that, yeah. yeah then it automatically becomes you it just becomes you exactly like it's like it's like how in uh, spider-man 3 when he became dark spider-man he he was like okay this is me <laughs> and that way it is i'll give i'll give been fake a shot okay but just feel thanks man appreciate it. <laughs> yeah let's see bro next time it's like like how utkarsh keeps saying na the like how do you like when someone comes and says how how do you be confident be confident get it was just yeah. that's honestly that's honestly great advice practically apply it 
that's great advice to be honest like of course there's a set there's a guideline for being confident stand with a good posture look at yourself with a mirror and all that yeah fair enough yeah yeah that makes sense yeah there was an entire book written on i think you know the ronda burn uh, the secret oh, i don't know yeah, if you yeah, read yeah, yeah, yeah. the magic the secret yeah 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 that one that one that, that entire series was basically around this dude she has been plastering me to read these two books like she's like read it read it they're not bad books but uh, they're very you know mind influencing books yeah it has like daily activities and stuff like i really want to get uh, i don't remember i read it very long ago when i used to actually read yeah exactly like the same thing right but back then i didn't have like the opinions that i have right now so she hmm. read it like now refresh it probably will mean more to you bro i think book recommendations are a way greater to end it ha huh? book recommendations i think are... yeah okay fine if i would recommend a book no i think i okay i mean you just like i'm like i shine boys but i think let's let's chat up for some stuff bro no 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 because this is a like as much as we've spoken about these things before a lot of this was new perspective to me so okay. i just i like see the stuff that i already heard before have opinions about before that me talking out makes sense but stuff that i do not have an opinion on i'm okay to shut up and even if, even if it's <laughs> my podcast i'm okay to shut up like it's great i like listening That's why that's why you're the co-host bro. If I find someone better, like which I have which I doubt, only then I'll fire you and get someone else. Yeah, I'm scared. So, <laughs> no, no, Utkarsh clearly went bro. When we were shooting the last episode, he said another another like objective of this podcast is like if I find someone better, I'll just fire Rishani. Usually I'm just like during the entire episode, okay, just look at me when I talk, Utkarsh. Shut up. I was like looking at myself, right, and then. In the middle when you all, hey bro, I honestly felt bad. I'm like, oh fuck, Ishani, can't be like, oh shut the fuck up and on next episode. <laughs> no, bro, I was just like, just, I was like, 